Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, repeat listeners and those who are stumbling upon this brand new episode. We're going to talk to a guest who had a dream that turned into 32 pages of profound value that is now a novel. Have you ever yielded to God's authority and call it? Well, this particular guest wants to teach you all about the power of love, hope, and faith and knowing the trust of God's love that is always present. Listen in and listen closely. Now a word from our sponsor. Two young billionaires share their thoughts on domestic and international matters alike to stir up the masses. Let's talk about it. A weekly episodic podcast. No topic too big or too small. Rather it be Kim K's sex tape success or Donald Trump's wall. Let's talk about it. Listen or download right now on Apple Podcasts. Hello, my people, my people. Welcome back to another amazing show. I'm your host, Marcus Hart. We are going to be introducing such a fabulous uh, guest today. Our guest is just totally amazing and so uh, so sweet. And, you know, I was uh, very you know uh, blessed to be able to talk to this uh, guest on the other side, and and we were able to just converse um, very very briefly here. Uh, our guest uh, actually, you know, is from you know the great outdoors, the the polar bear, uh, the polar bear city, uh, well, polar bear town, actually, uh, the world, uh, Manitoba, uh, which uh, borders the spacious uh, woods. Uh, she has a passion of the, the nature herself. Uh, she actually takes her characters and 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 poise, uh such loveliness and uh, portrays fluid thread of life's realism. Uh, such such poetry and a deep intensity of high excellence in into mastering the art of articulate uh, creative scenes throughout her style of writing uh, her love and animals of course uh, is an added portrait to the story of all her books especially her first nonfiction book a patient's Be- beloved uh, she has done uh, several short stories and uh, po- poems and uh, and different anthologies and local papers uh she has uh, many different uh, victories uh especially in her own power of faith and love and uh, family you know so it's very evident uh just in 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 her voice tone you'll be able to hear quite shortly here but uh in her newest work here the the stranger a story of romance and intrigue uh, it's it it all takes place and the setting is quite beautiful here and, and it, it, well you know <laughs> i wouldn't say that because uh, it starts off with a near death uh tragedy uh but you know but it's painted so it's with great elegance <laughs> i can't even get my words i'm i'm getting quite tongue twisted here but as we move in closer to the story you will see the evidence of the power of love hope and faith and and how god's amazing plan quickly unfolds but she'll tell you much more about that and and other great things uh, in her own words so 
without further ado, let's hear for Eleanor Lee Gustav. Hello, Eleanor. Hello, Marcus. It's a oh. pleasure. Thank you for having me as your guest. It is quite the honor, and I am quite humbled to have you. Uh, so tell us all about your transformation journey from where you started to where you are now, in your own words. Um, well, many years ago, I had a pr very profound dream, and um, it stayed with me for several days, and I decided that if I didn't start writing it down, that I would forget a lot of valuable content. Um, while it was a very horrific dream um, throughout the, the very next day after I had this dream and I began to think about it as I was going about my work all of a sudden it came to me what a prolific and profound dream this really was that it held incredible worth and value and so it was at that point that I knew that I had to start writing it down and um, uh, so what happened was I actually created about 32 pages and then many years went by and I was actually looking for some other content in, in a box where I kept my material and I had totally forgotten about the stranger. So I opened it up and I happened to read a few pages and I said to myself, you know, this is really pre pretty good. You should do something with it. But I said, no, no, and I was going to put it down. And then I said, no, if you don't do it now, you will probably never do it. So I decided that I had to at least try to create a novel. And so that's where the root of the story began to come. And um, I particularly didn't want to change the ending of the story because it had such a beautiful setting. It was so quaint and it, it had so much um, breathless emotion. Um, for everything that um, the two main characters, Taya and Jean Ashton, had come to um, carry in their lives. And, um, but as it happened, I, I did finally come to the place where I knew that I could create more content for it, and it actually improved the scene. So I was very happy about it. So The Stranger, in essence, is, is about two police officers, Taya and Jean Ashton, who fall in love, they marry, and they raise a family. And um, in their work, an unexpected incident happens where a tragedy in the very beginning of the book, I have flashbacks. And um, this tragedy uproots their world, and it unexpectedly tears them apart. Taya gets a form of amnesia, and she actually flees the scene. And um, her husband is severely injured, and then he goes on a long search for her. So that's where the beginning root of the stranger be begins. Wow, that in, in, and to think that it all was inspired by 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 a dream, you know. What what is it? What is yes. what is truly about that? You know, uh, when when we receive you know uh, visions in our dream, you know, like has that is that like the first time that ever happened to you? No, I've had other dreams with meaning, but but although this dream actually is not a real dream that, that came to pass, um, it became a, a dream that I was able to create the very um, negative core root, mm -hmm. and I was able to see God showed me the blessings that could come from it, and that's why I was, when I realized that, that very next day, 
I realized what profound uh, worth it held. And I even asked God, you know, how could something good come from the ashes of this dream? But, but it did. And um, it, it's just been amazing. God's taken me on this amazing journey. And um, so from, from this dream, I believe that God laid it on my heart because he knew he could entrust me to create this dream. And even though it's been a very hard journey creating it, and there were times I wanted to just throw it out the window, it was sometimes very upsetting to me because I realized I couldn't do that. I mean, I could do that, but I had come so far, but I would never do that. And so I knew that there was um, so much worth in it that I had to keep on writing until I finished the book. Um, But it sometimes was very upsetting to me because I realized I was the only one who knew the story. And so therefore, as the author, I had no choice but to continue it. And so I I did it to honor God and... um, to, to honor the dream that he gave to me. And it was something that I felt, this is such a unique story. I mean, when I read different portions of it, I, I ask myself, did you really write this? But I know all the hard work I put into it. And I know that I did because God gave it to me. And so it's something that um, the world really needs because there's so many different aspects um, threaded throughout this story. Like it, it's not just a hardcore police story. There's family life involved and, and the friends and the church, it's their beliefs and um, their work. And so there's um, a whole range of, um, of material that uh, encompasses the story. So that makes it, you know, a lot more interesting. It adds a lot more to the storyline because it's not just a straight police cop with chapter, every chapter is negative because the reason I wrote this book is there's so much negativeness. The world is just drowning in the quicksand of it. And I wanted to uplift people. And while there are negative aspects in it, because I also had to um, portray the realism that some people will not change and the consequences that follow, um, it was still something that I knew had so much positivity in it. And um, I wanted to have a book that would uplift readers and bring them joy and happiness where they could find themselves in the scene and um, have that appreciation, not only for the characters, but for the beautiful nature that um, God helped me write. It's, it's just amazing because I live just, just a quarter of an acre away. I have islands of woods and I love taking walks there. It's so beautiful and peaceful and inspiring. And that's what I wanted to do for my readers. I wanted to aspire and inspire them and, and give them a part of what I have in my life. And so that was very important to me. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty, pretty amazing too, that, you know, the characters would be police officer in, in such a climate, you know, where like, you know, it, it almost feels like, you know, it's the citizens versus the, the you know, the law enforcement, you know, and, and, you know, and, and everybody looks, looks at the law enforcement as, as though they're not, not people anymore, you know, as though that they, don't, yes. they don't feel the, the same things we feel or don't go through the same, you know, trials and tribulations that we go through anymore. So, Yes, well, that's exact. Oh, sorry, Marcus. Um, That's exactly it. Like through the lead characters, I love the fact that the Ashtons are not viewed merely as 
authoritative figures and their positions as police officers, but as real people who are yielded to God's will and everything they do. Um, and this stems from their perspective of they have such an interruptible repose, like they get interrupted multiple times and they drop everything, even with their children. They just, you know, they know that this is what God has called them to do. And so they have a heart for people, like they see people with a real soul and the people see them as real people as well. They're not just almost like um, statues, you know, so to speak, but right. they have life and, and they experience the same things we do. It's just that that's the job that they do. And in that job, it's not always a very, um, um, you know, great job because they see so much um, hurt and pain and devastation, but they draw the people into the light. And that's what I love about it. And, you know, almost all the people um, that they come across in their work, they, they are able to see, um, you know, the potential on the other side, you know, from the bad, they can see the potential for good. And so many of them change and become very good people in many ways. For instance, Andy Miff, he is a terrible character in the beginning of the book. He's the one who's in that scene who creates all this chaos and his gang, they just randomly shoot off at the police officers. And, but there's a reason behind it. You know, he didn't just one day decide I'm going to take a gun and go shoot all these cops just wherever I happen to see them. There's reasons behind that. Like, you know, he has pain um, from things that have happened in his life. And so this is what he does. He takes it out on the police officers. And so I wanted to be a, a voice and a heart for God in this. And, um, you know, as I, as I was praying one night, God gave me these beautiful verses um, Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever ye ask of the Father who is God in my name, he may give it to you. And I love this verse because it's so reflective of what my heart's cry for the world is, which is, um, you know, found in that verse. And when I think about that, I realize, just imagine what we can do and what we can accomplish if we will only take the dreams of God's heart that he gives to us. And if we'll mold them and if we'll create them and be like a, be like a potter who's molding, um, you know, a vase or whatever, um, God can make something very beautiful, even out of the extreme devastation of our lives, because he's always ready and waiting um, for us to come. And um, I think that's so profound. That That is so true. And, you know, we we should always you know uh you know be uh be you know the develop this this uh this 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 uh this so uh this so stirring you know uh uh passion to you know to to run after him and, and, and want to accomplish everything in, in his name as well. You know, uh, yes. I, I see a lot of this element uh, in this book, um, you know, where, you know, there's like, where there's like this, this turning point in this and, you know, um, so much of um, yeah. what, what you went through in your own journey, you know, is, you know, is actually capitalized in this book. 
You know, is it yes. fair to say that? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, the characters within The Stranger, um, they portray that human element, which is so rare in today's society. And that yeah. is of an enduring love. And it's fortified through the wholeness of threaded strength between these two police officers, especially in their marriage. And that reflects a great deal on how they help others because their marriage is based on the rock of Christ. And so they live it out in their lives. Like um, they're not perfect, but they have this beautiful way of um, loving each other. Their courtship was beautiful. It it was um, very romantic and beautiful uh, when they met in an alcove um, just before um, Taya meets Jean and she doesn't know that. He's a police officer like her when they meet in that alcove. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. And, and so um, they continue that. Like their relationship grows and it blossoms and it blooms. And that's why I have the rose as a symbol. Because while there are thorns on the rose and they can hurt, and they can hurt extremely bad, the perfume of the flowers um it has the ability to overlook those thorns and it has the capacity to see beyond all that pain and the thorns can actually become a good thing in that. And as their journey in their marriage continues, it deepens. Um, And throughout each of my four books in the saga, their love just continues to grow and grow for each other. And that's what marriage is supposed to do. And I think um, that's that's just so profound. And I decided before I even put pen to paper, I sat down and I bowed my head and I said, God, if I'm going to do this book and I'm going to do it for you, then there's going to be honor. And there's going to be honor all throughout the book. And um, that's a big part of today's society, that honor is lost. Like people go out and they yeah. date and they get married, but... You know, how long does a lot of marriages last? That's not what God intended. God intended for the rose to be something that blooms forever, you know, until death do us part. And um, so I think that's a very um, yeah, and that's uh, just profound not, yeah, statement. Yeah, and, it is, and that's just not no, that's reality right. anymore, you know. Um, no. Yeah, it, it seems that, like, you know, there's so much disparity and relationships and marriage now um this you know there's no um shared mission uh or there's no establishment of um you know um the foundation there's no no no, no solid foundation or shared foundation you know um there's yes. everybody's standing, standing on, right. on, on their own island 
Um, you know, and yes, even, even that island true. seems kind of soggy. <laughs> so, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's very true. A, a lot is. <clears throat> yes. Uh, well, that's that's partly why I treasure this series because I treasure it with all of my heart because this is a very special, unique, and beautiful gift that God gave to me that I want to share with the whole world. And um, to me, it's a lovely picture of God's love to us as His precious children. And God has His perfect plan for each of our lives. And when we allow Him, we have to allow Him. See, that's the key. When we allow Him to fit all of the pieces together, the weave of His pattern will denote a beautiful picture, much like a portrait. And so this journey continues into a rookie's daughter and a rookie's son. And I just completed the fourth book, and then there were four. And throughout um, the generations that they have, because Jean and Taya uphold this beautiful honor between themselves, and they have this respect and this love. And it's um, God is at the forefront of their lives. And so it passes to their children. And then when they have grandchildren, the same thing. You see, this is what happens. It's good seed. So when you plant good seed, good seed grows in, in fertile soil. And it grows up to bloom and to blossom and, and to be a blessing to, to many and everyone around you. And so that, that's a, something that's extraordinarily um, unique and special. And, and the essence of it is is almost too much sometimes to take in, especially in today's society. But we need to step out of the darkness back into the light and let God take us to the places that he has already ordained uh, for our destinies. So, so if you can pick any problem in society, you know, um, that you think, you know, that you feel that like your book could solve, um, what, which one of those do you think it would, would solve? Well, actually, it should solve all of them, because when you have God as your foundation, then God can work any miracle through any problem. And so it's not, you know, this one or that one. It's all of them. God is more than able and capable to um, restore anything and everything to any and all problems. Right. That's true. That's very true. You know, and, and I, and I can't agree. I can't agree more with you, you know, um, you know, that we, we should, you know, remove much of our own understanding, uh, out of, out of, you know, his, his big, out of the big problems of, uh, of the day. Um, you know, mm-hmm. so, but, but, but why do you think that like, you know, uh, you know, so, so, you know, so much of the society has gone dark, you know, like, um, you know, would you say that it's, is, is much of like, you know, um, a term from like the traditional ways or, you know, um, is it too much of like, you know, the modern, you know, nism coming in or, you know, what would you say? Uh, Well, I would say that that's part of it, but in today's society, instead of what's black and white, it's now gray. Mm -hmm. And so when you have a gray area, you don't have that same accountability because you say, well, that's okay. So-and-so is doing it. I can do it or I can do it. And then so-and-so can do it. When you take away the black and the white, then the problems are going to show up in the gray. And so, you know, we have to come back to the black and the white and, um, you know, God is the way through all of that, but you have to have a longing um, you know, to change and, 
and many people um, do and many people don't. And um, that's also because of the fall, you know, from the beginning with Adam and Eve. And so all throughout the generations, you know, people have different ideas and different concepts in that. And so it all plays into everything in that respect. Yes. Yeah, there's one thing, you know, like there's mention about the stranger, you know, it, you know, there's, you know, this mention of like trusted knowing that, you know, God's love is always present. And, um, and, and I, I, I like that aspect, you know, do you want to spell more about, you know, uh, about, you know, uh, that presence of, of God's love? Yes. Well, God's love is always present, but, um, there are times when God will step away from us if we want to choose the darkness. And like, even in my own life, even though I live, I try to live in um, the honor of God and, and walking in that journey with him. There are still times when I get very frustrated and I get very upset. And um, the main point is to always to look up and to know that God is always there. And when he feels far away, we have to realize that he's not far away. He's still there. But if we withdraw from him, then um, we don't always feel his presence, but God is, um, he's always present with us, you know, through the good and the bad. And oftentimes when we have really um, traumatic experiences happen with us, we don't feel God's presence, but when we look back, we can see that God was there and he was walking with us. He was walking in our footsteps. And, um, I, I don't understand it, why um, there are times when he, we feel that he's so far away of us. But I think it's partly because we are in so much pain. And um, so it's hard to, um, like, even though we know that God is there and he, he's upholding us in everything, I believe that, you know, pain can be um, uh, something that, it's harder for us to get past to feel God's presence in that time. Yes. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. That, that, that's really been, you know, very insightful and you, you really taken us into, you know, the, the proper direction of the, the of enlightenment and, you know, uh, and so much of, you know, uh, the consciousness of God that we need to in, in, embrace, um, to to reach true spirit, uh, level of spirituality in our lives, uh, to to to, yes. grow, mm-hmm. to grow in our to grow in our faith, um, for for many mm-hmm. you know, who wants to grow in a faith, um, uh, so you know so with that being said, uh, you know we we just have have about three minutes here. Left. Um, do do you want to share any of like you know uh, some insight about you know some 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 of your you know your first work. Or uh, just maybe just tell us about um, anything else you got going on. Sure, thank you. Um, well, yes. Um, so um, I created um, a saga now from the stranger, and the second book, the the sequel, uh, which is titled "A Rookie's Daughter," is soon going to be released for publication. And as well, I created a trilogy of um, children's books. 
And the first book is titled Hope's Lantern, and that is almost ready to be released as well. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I never knew that I would ever write a children's story, but um, I had just the most wonderful marketing executive, and he had a tragedy in his life. And so Hope's Lantern is based on fact um, in that regard, and I'm very happy that I can honor him with this book. And um, so I have uh, three in that series as well. And uh, but just the fir- just the first one of that is almost ready. Hope Lantern to be released. And I also wanted to mention that um, after I created The Stranger, which took almost four years, I was just so worn out. And I said to my marketing executive, as I was beginning to work on the sequel of A Rookie's Daughter, I said, you know, I just don't know if I can go on because I just, I just felt like I didn't have any more strength or energy left. And he emailed me back um, with a beautiful little note. And um, he said that, you know, if I had talents like you, I would want them to be shared. And then he gave me this beautiful verse from Romans 15, 13, from the King James Bible, which says, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. And that was such an incredible verse. It just put me right back on track. And um, it just... Um, gave me so much strength spiritually and, and it renewed my physical strength. And, um, I was so grateful to him and, um, I felt that, you know, where there was excellence, there's trust and where there's trust, honor upholds the soul. And then this verse from Psalms 54, four says, behold, God is my helper. The Lord is with them that uphold my soul. And so he really upheld me during that time. And I just felt I couldn't go on and I could never write another word. And um, the only other thing I would want to add is um, to those who have dreams, and we do all have dreams, but I would say follow your heart, let God sustain you, and never give up on your dream, ever. That is beautiful. We we do thank you. (laughs) Thank you for those, you know, remarkable and wise words. Uh, You you definitely. Thank you. It's been an absolute privilege and joy. Yes, you, you've definitely been, you know, a, a joy to us and a light, a guiding light uh, for us uh, on this great uh, converse, bit of conversation and, you know, uh, you know, this moment here in time, you know, we definitely got to uh, timestamp this one in <laughs> time. So it's, it's been awesome. <laughs> uh, so do share with us your, your name, your, your name and, and, and once again, the title of the book. Uh, I usually do that, but you know it's great to hear hear it in the authors. Oh sure, I'm I'm happy to. Yes, my name is Eleanor Lee Gusta. Oh, I should mention, I'm not sure if my publisher is going to do this for these upcoming uh, mm-hmm. book releases, but I did request um, a pseudonym, and my pseudonym is Lee H Johnson. And the reason I came up with Lee H Johnson is because Lee is my middle name. Um, and H is for Harry, the little boy in the story who lost his mom in Hope's Lantern, and Johnson oh. for my marketing executive who lost his sister. And um, I'm sorry, what was the last question there? Oh, just uh, the book title again and, you know, where we can find it. Okay. Okay, sure. Um, the book title is The Stranger, and it's, it's already available on Barnes & Noble and Amazon and so forth, I imagine. 
And a rookie's daughter um, is going to soon be released, as well as my children's book, um, Hope's Lantern. And they should also be on Barnes & Noble and uh, Amazon and so forth. Awesome. And I do have, I know with uh, my other publisher, if people go on YouTube, I do have a video, actually, that um, was done for The Stranger, and it's really beautiful. So I would really encourage people to look at that because it's just lovely how they did it up for me. Definitely go and check that out. So, you know, uh, definitely we will support you. All of our support is behind you uh, in all of the the work you are doing, the beautiful work you are doing uh, in the, in his great name. So we, we do. Thank you so much. Yeah. You're most, most welcome. So do hold the line. Just (laughs) (laughs) so do. Thank you, Marcus. You are welcome. Uh, do hold the line just briefly here and we will close this thing. Sure. Uh, so, uh, uh, thank you ladies and gentlemen for tuning in. Uh, so as you have gotten the, the information, make sure you do do not delay on checking all of that out and much, much more. I'm your host, Marcus Hart. This has been another great episode. Many blessings, peace, and lots of love until next time. Thank you once again for listening to this episode and just a little friendly reminder. I want to invite you to check out our sponsor on their weekly episodic uh, podcast Two young billionaires as they claim to fame, share their thoughts on domestic and international manners of light. They steer up the masses. Don't they ever with comedy, humor, and with a more serious undertone, oftentimes. No topic is too big or small, rather it be Kim K's sex tape success or Donald Trump's wall. Let's talk about it. Talk about it with keys and lads. Talk about it with keys and lads. Uh, check it out. It's all available right now on Apple Podcasts. They got about 10 episodes in. Uh, make sure you go ahead and be uh, another proud audience member of that podcast as well. Leave a review. Let them know that the Transform You Live Media Broadcast Network sent you right on over. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.